Hey, you're listening to The Heidi Ruscio Podcast, a podcast featuring female leaders, creators, and innovators. And today I'm talking with Leslie Zinn. I'm so excited. Not only is she a mom of four kids, she's a graduate of Georgia Tech. She's also the CEO of Arden's Garden. It's one of the Southeast's largest juicing companies. If you're in these states, then you may have seen an Arden's Garden around. They've got uh, stores in Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina, and South Carolina. And they're also in a lot of grocery stores as well, including Publix, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. Honestly, I am a huge, huge fan. My husband probably eats at Chick-fil-A like multiple times a week, and Arden's Garden is that for me. Whenever I just need like a quick, healthy thing, then I always stop by Arden's Garden. And so I'm so excited to talk to Leslie. Leslie's mom, Arden, is the one that started Arden's Garden. Her mom had always been this health nut long before it was really cool. And she really wanted this juicer. It's called a Norwalk, but it was over $1,000. And that was well over 20 years ago. And she just couldn't afford that. So Finally, though, she wanted it so bad, she was like, you know what? I'm going to do it the American way, and I'm going to buy one with a credit card. Well, two years after that, in 94, she started selling the juices because she was just making them for her family and for her friends. Then she started selling them because everybody was like, look, this is amazing. I want more. But that's just the beginning. This is a story of creative thinking, resiliency, and determination. And you're not only going to learn a really cool story about how Arden's Garden began, but you're also going to learn some really good practical health tips for yourself. So let's hear the rest from Leslie. Leslie, I am so happy that you're here on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks. So I already gave a little background of your mom, and she was a huge health nut Back in the day, before a lot of people even talked about those types of things. So I was just wondering, what was people's response to your mom? I mean, were they really like, you're a nut when you're talking about all these vegetables and juicing? And So that's a difficult question for me to answer okay. because I grew up with that. Mm. So what you grow up with is normal mm. for you. You maybe don't see those things happening in other people's houses but in our house this is what we were doing i mean every morning we came to the kitchen and there was a glass on top of a plate with a mixture in it and it was called the concoction <laughs> and it was whatever my mother was into at the time okay and honestly it tasted horrible but it would fill you up and make you feel great what was the purpose of the plate um, I think she wanted to make it seem like she had prepared something. <laughs> I love it. She wasn't a, a big chef, so yes. Yeah, She I was a good it. blender. <laughs> That's great. What was the moment that your mom thought, okay, I'm making these juices. This could be a viable business. Or was there ever that moment she just kept doing it? <laughs> I don't think my mother ever thought it could be a viable business or cared because my mom is completely not motivated by money. Mm. She is completely motivated by wellness. So if she could have continued to make juice and just hand it out to people, she would have. Yeah. 
she would just have, have kept on doing that. So did people just start offering to pay her for the juices? Like, can you order, can you make this and I'll pay you a certain amount? Some or? people offered to pay her mm-hmm. and she never really accepted it. What happened was a health food store opened in her neighborhood and they heard about her because she was making juice for people and just yeah. driving it to their homes. So they said, hey, come to our health food store. We're going to give you the produce. You will sell the juice and we'll split the sales. And she thought, this is perfect. Right. So off she went. But it didn't end up to be perfect. It did not end up to be perfect. No. She had a Norwalk juicer. And that juicer is a home cold press. It makes maybe a gallon an hour, super labor intensive. Mm -hmm. So she recruited my brother and I to come and help her. And my brother took one look at that juicer and said, (laughs) there is no business here. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's yeah. going to take way too long. Yeah, never. You're never scaling up on this. Yeah. My mother actually, she actually bought two of them. <laughs> that just shows her <laughs> business acumen. She's like, okay, okay, one we won't work. Well, just we'll buy another one. There you go. So yeah, <laughs> on the credit card again as well. Uh, or? Yes, the second one was used. Okay, oh, so she found a used one. Smart lady. Mm-hmm. So from there, from it was returned to Eden that's was right. the the store. Yes. Tell me about that point that you came to or that your mom came to where you're like, okay, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. What do we do? So nobody was getting paid. My mother was getting paid a little bit and really not enough to live on. So as um, just as an alternative, remember, we're bottling in mason jars. We're writing the names of the juices on top. So we said to her, please go into Buckhead where people have money and try to sell these juices. We thought, go to lawyers' offices. Sure. You know. We're lawyers pe- have money. That's right. Yeah. But my mother doesn't think like regular people, <laughs> and she went to hair salons. And that decision truly changed things for us mm. because in three weeks, she was selling three times the amount in hair salons as we were selling inside of Return to Eden. Wow. And what was that price that you guys were selling the juice for at that point? So at that point, we had two lines. We had a commercial line, which was selling for $3 for 16 ounces. This is 1994, uh-huh. and $8 for organic. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that probably was a hard sell back then because a lot of people were like, "What we? I, oh. I'll just eat an apple." Nobody was juicing. Yeah, nobody. So there was sort of the innovative thing, like, "Oh wow!" And our stuff tasted great. Most of it, the healthy stuff, still had a little acclimation <laughs> to get to. But um, yeah, no, nobody was juicing. Wow. And what do you think was it about your mom? that she thought of that hair salon. I mean, was it desperation? Was it determination? Was it creativity? Was it just? I couldn't tell you. (laughs) I think that my mother just thought, hey, Mm -hmm. I can go into these hair salons. They're not going to kick me out. There are people in here. Mm -hmm. They're sitting in chairs for a while. Yeah. She got a really warm reception right away. So I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. I just know that she came back that first day and had sold a bunch of juice. Wow. And we were like, rock on. And then from hair salons, you guys went into grocery stores, right? Not, yes. But there was a period there. So while we were selling far more outside of Return to Eden, we needed to move. We needed more than a table and a sink. So... We found um, a retail space near where my brother lived in Virginia Highlands, and 
We've got a squeaky chair here. We do. We do. <laughs> and uh, poor Leslie so was going to, <laughs> to have it, and we switched. So Hunter's in it now. <laughs> it's our sound effects for the, the podcast today. Ooh, pardon me. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a, probably a year and a half mm-hmm. between uh, hair salons and getting our very first grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a problem with the perishability, right? Because if you're in the grocery stores, mm-hmm. well, there was a challenge. That. Okay, perishability always has been a challenge sure. for us. I've never known a business where the product wasn't going bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as grocery stores, um, they were afraid to have a product that was going to go bad. So we offered them uh, a guaranteed sale. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very lucky that. Kroger at the time was decentralized and there was a manager at the Kroger at Ansley that was very willing to take a chance and he did. Wow. And what is a guaranteed sale? So it means that we would put the juices on the shelf and if it didn't sell, we would buy it back. Wow. Yep. And how long do juices usually last? So at that time, the juices lasted anywhere from four to 10 days. Oh, wow. Depending on the flavor. That is a, lo- a lot longer than I assume. Really? Yeah, which well, is really good. Well, try to work with four days. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm you not make the it one day, <laughs> you're delivering it the next day. It was challenging. That's true. There was something that happened in 2003, though, mm-hmm. that I would love for you to talk about because Publix was carrying, it was the one of the biggest retailers, Yes, and they moved Arden's Garden Juices off the shelves and to replace or they replaced it with a big brand's yes. juice. Yes. And you were like, I can't, we can't do this. This. So we had so what just bought our first plant in East Point and we had moved in about three months before. And we got the call that Publix was going to stop taking our products starting the very next day. Um, that is not a call you want to no. get. I literally could barely put a sentence together um, because they were a large part of our wholesale business. And we had just bought this plant and, you know, I didn't know what we were going to do. So I basically thought about it over the weekend because they called on a Friday And on Monday, I came back and I I had thought to myself, what makes us different? And I said, well, we're healthier. Okay, that's great. We taste better. Okay, that's important. Mm -hmm. Um, What else is different about us? And I knew that our customers were very loyal to us. And I knew that because we already had retail stores at this point. And so we had direct interaction with our customers. So we would hear from them on a daily basis. And so I also knew, having dealt with Publix for five years, how customer service oriented that Publix was. Oh, right. They would do some incredible things to keep their customers happy. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to reach out to the people I know and say, if you want to be able to buy our product in Publix or you just care about supporting small business, please reach out to Publix because they will listen. And... Many people reached out to Publix. Yeah. It was amazing. It was over 600, right? It was, was many. I have no Even idea. Wow. I have no, all I know is that three weeks later, 
Publix called me back and they said, not only are we bringing you back into Publix in Atlanta, but we are going to bring you in through the warehouse where you'll now go into three different states. So, oh my goodness. Yes. We went from something like mm, 30 stores to 200. Wow. So what was a absolutely awful, awful mm-hmm. possibility, challenging situation turned into the biggest blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, it's interesting to be able to hear the story, obviously, now from where I'm sitting because years have passed. You've gone through ups and downs. So I'm seeing this amazing growth of your business over the years, and I know it's, it's not happened overnight. What do you think has been the biggest key for you and Arden's Garden growing this way? Well, the growth has been slow and steady. Uh, we've been in business 24 years So I think the key has been offering a quality product with great customer service. So people know what they're going to get and they trust it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think has kept us growing. Yeah. What moment was there? Because I'm sure there were many that you or your mom ever thought, should we just give up? Like, there are so many issues that you've encountered over the 24 years. Yes. Was there a moment that sticks out in your mind? Well, the Publix moment. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Okay. That was um, a, a terrifying moment. Mm. Um, there have been other challenges over the years. You know, juice got very hot in 2014, 2015. A lot of people entered the uh, marketplace. So we weren't the only game in town. And how did we stay true to our values? How did we not try to follow the trend? Um those have been issues that we've had to deal with. But the one that I would say was where I seriously was like, oh, goodness, will we make it? Was that mm-hmm. 2003 one? Yeah. You mentioned your values, sticking to your values. What are the values of Arden's Garden? So the values are is that we are committed to making our community healthier. Mm-hmm. So my mom's entire focus is health, health and wellness. And we also have a key affordability um, we believe that good health should be available to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we make sure that our products are uh, good quality and a good value yeah. so everyone can have access to them. Yeah. Let's talk about your family okay. <laughs> and you as a mom, because okay. that's a that's a very important role as well. Yep. You're a CEO and you're a mother of four kids. That's right. How do you inspire them to be more healthy? Well, I practice what I preach, um, our home. So a lot of the products that we develop are things that I, have, as a mom, mm-hmm. see that I need. Yeah. So when we started offering a plant-based food line, it was because um, I cannot live on juice alone. <laughs> and I was seeing how hard I was struggling to uh, offer healthy food mm-hmm. on the run. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Everywhere yeah. you turn, we have white processed food. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And so in order to be able to offer things and snacks that my kids would eat, Mm -hmm. you know, I was developing these products that we could offer to everybody. Just going to turn my phone on silent. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) 
I normally have it off in my hus- this whole past week when we've been moving. My husband's like, you're not answering your phone. Oh my gosh, will you take it off of silent? <laughs> and of course, then- If it makes you feel any better, my daughter flew back on the red eye this morning oh and I had my goodness. phone on silent, didn't pick her up at the airport. <laughs> oh no. So there you go. <laughs> okay, good. Mike, it's okay if I didn't answer your question. Um, what is something that you learned from Arden, your mom, that you feel like is one of the greatest lessons that she taught you? Uh, the greatest lesson that she taught me was not to compromise on my values. So, for example, in 1996, Odwalla came out with a batch of juice that had E. coli in it. And at that point, E. coli had never survived in an acidic environment like apple juice. And a bunch of people got sick, and unfortunately, a little girl actually died. And so it was oh, a wow. tragic um, event. So at that point, the FDA got very interested in fresh juice and they were regulating us very heavily. And then also customers were getting very nervous. They didn't want to offer something that could be dangerous. Almost 95% of the companies at that point switched to a processed juice. Wow. And my mother refused because she believed in fresh juice. She believed in live enzymes and all the nutrients that came with a fresh product. So at the time, we lost Kroger as a retailer. And um, eventually, the FDA mandated that all juice companies, if you were going to wholesale it, had to achieve what's called a five-log reduction in bacteria. So you did have to process it in 2002, Mm -hmm. all companies. But we we remain fresh in our stores. So if you sell to the end user, you're able to offer a fresh product. Mm -hmm. So we um, make everything as fresh and unprocessed as possible. So that we can offer health, good health. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, I love that. What do you feel is a lesson that you want to pass on to your kids? Um, the lesson that I want to pass on would be to work hard, um, be true to your word, um, do the right thing just because it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. What do you feel like is the future of Arden's Garden? So I think we're going to continue to grow and spread our message. I think we will expand our line of food in addition to juices. We just came out with um, four new juices and four new shots for Publix. We actually just had a big expansion this week with Publix. Oh, wow. Congratulations. We're now in 1,200 stores with Publix. So that's wow. super exciting. And um, so we're still growing and developing new products in our juice line, but we're also offering new foods. I think that we will get in a wider presence in the southeast, maybe up the east coast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, spread the word of health. I love it. And we were just talking to me. Obviously, I love your juices. Yoga one is my favorite. And um, and then my smoothie. I've tried to try other ones, but I always go back to the spinach slam with a shot of ginger. That is my nice. go-to. Our assistant Hunter knows because he's gone to go get me a smoothie. Um, but then as far as your food goes, yes. we were just talking about this. They have a vegan taco salad that is to die for. It, it is. is so delicious. It and is it's so, so filling. delicious. I agree. I mean, it's just so good and then you've also got some wonderful like healthy little sweet Mm -hmm. desserts that are delicious and the cinnamon rolls I love those me too oh my gosh so decadent yes I'm the the first taste tester (laughs) so one one more question really quick 
you are, you became a mom at a later age, which I think a lot of people now that that's happening to a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> You're like, yes. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give? And maybe it's just based on health as being an older mom. Um, you know, my husband and I, we haven't had kids. I would, if it happens still, I would love for it to, but mm-hmm. then I also think I feel tired. <laughs> I feel tired on a day-to-day basis. I'm like, oh no, I don't know how I can do this. So what would be your advice to someone that is an older mom? Um, Eat healthy. (laughs) It really affects the way we feel. The thing that I used to think is that if I ate unhealthy, it would make me feel bad because I felt guilty Mm -hmm. and I was going to gain weight. But there's a direct connection between what we put in our body and how much energy we have there's a direct connection and a lot of us don't know that because we eat kind of unhealthy so it's our normal Mm -hmm. but once you clean up your eating you make juicing a part of your life and you feel that you're like oh goodness this is what it's supposed to be like so yes I am the poster child for later in life motherhood I had all my children after 35 Mm -hmm. 35, 40, 42, and 46. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I give hope to a lot of people. I know, it's Drink wonderful. the juice, baby. And you baby. still look like you're, like, 40. <laughs> so I that, love you, but that's... If, that's... if that's not a walking testimony, right. I don't know yeah. what is. Yeah, yeah. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. I feel like I could talk to you for forever, but we just wish you the best of luck with Arden's Garden. Thank you. And thank you so much for having such a wonderful value um, as a company and committed to health and um, it's affecting us all so thank you so much we appreciate it thank you okay.